Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. No John, no problem. Grizz tie-up series. That's Lakers had a chance to put their foot on their throat. Just think what you on just think about what you just said. No jaw, no problem. The hell well, is, let me ask you something. If the Grizz didn't have jaw, would you expect the Lakers to sweep? I think five yes. or six. I, the Grizz are a good gentlemen sweep. Team. Gentlemen sweep. Yeah, gentlemen sweep. So you're going to lose. Just, you, that means you're going to win one at home. They just, just did. Not Ja Morant. It's Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark. It's yeah. all three guys who logged you're heavy so smart. minutes. No guys who logged heavy minutes. Grizz win 103-93, and they were leading the whole game. Lakers made a game of it in the second half, but ultimately D'Angelo Russell couldn't hit shots, and Dylan Brooks did late, and then they clamped down on defense. The Grizz and the Lakers played with low energy, especially Anthony Davis, and I wonder, guys, if he really is protecting himself, protecting, protecting that right himself. arm that he hurt. Wait, 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 Max, he finished what do you, what do you, traffic he finished multiple the times. He finished the game, man. Uh, because he wasn't aggressive. And, Jay, but, you pointed out an instance but where But he was you, aggressive after the injury in the second half of last game. That doesn't mean – that's right, you can lose yourself, but it could also mean at times where you're taking it easy, where you're, no, no, where no, you're no, doing no. a little self-management. If self you're referring to his injury, Max, that injury was two days – whatever it was, three, four three days, days ago. Three days ago, Three days three ago. Days ago, he came back in the second half and had a blitz of a game. Yeah, and the adrenaline's going and all that. It's different a couple days later. But at any rate, AD, 4 of Max, 14 for 13 points. I, just want, I, I want to go back. You like, guys got to make shots. Both teams shot 41, 42% from the field. Both teams shot like 28 as average from the three-point line. So like, to me, like when the shooting percentages are so close, both field goals and three-point range, mm-hmm. it comes down to effort. Yeah, energy. Effort. Lakers Who's the more skilled team? The Lakers. Who is the more physical team? The, the Memphis Grizzlies, Grizzlies right? So, like, for me, it's like if you don't match that effort that Memphis started the game with, then they're going to win that battle. And your skill doesn't get a chance to elevate, right, the scoring to help you win the game. So it was never matched in the beginning. It wasn't matched until the third quarter, and they were in such a large deficit they couldn't counter. They couldn't yeah, get you back. Can't coast a, you can't come out coasting and – then expect to just hit the gas pedal late in the game and catch up. Your deficit is too deep. And that, that I think that is what got the Lakers. Even Anthony Davis, 13 points, 4 of 14, five blocks. He shot 29% from the field. That's his worst field goal percentage for any playoff game in his career where he took at least 10 shots. Dylan Brooks, meantime, is the guy everyone loves to hate, right? Listen to what he said about LeBron after the game. You and LeBron have that exchange. There are people out there that say maybe maybe you shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. What, I guess what what were you thinking? In I that don't moment? care. He's old. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I was waiting for that. I poke bears. Um, I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. Is that a Rough Rider chain that he's wearing in the video on ESPN2? The, the topic like, bar was a yeah. tail. <laughs> Rough Riders! I don't care. He's old. Huh. Until somebody comes and gives me 40. Okay, so 32 is not good enough. I mean, 28. Or 28, or. One of the numbers with uh, Dylan Brooks on LeBron as the primary defender? No, that's DB. That says DB, Jay, on his chain. Oh, DB, DB, yeah, yeah. Um, Weird DB, but whatever. In game one, 
with Dylan Brooks as LeBron's primary defender, scored 11 points on 50% shooting from the field, 4 of 8. And he shot 3 of 5 from 3. In game 2, 7 points, also on 50% shooting from the field, 3 of 6, just took one fewer shot. But he was uh, 0, and 0, of 2 from, uh, 0 for 2 from downtown. This is not an incredible job of defending a guy, but, you know. I mean, look, here's what it comes down to, y'all, okay? You can sit there, people can say to me, well, you know, they, they broke even. They broke even. That's broke what you wanted even. if you're a Lakers Jay, fan, we, right? We, AJ, we got one. You got one, Key. But no, I don't want you to have the Cali mentality here. I want you to have the killer mentality. The Cali mentality. Yeah, yeah. I want you to have the killer mentality because the killer mentality in me tells me that you should have been going back to L.A. up 2-0. And mm-hmm. what I would like to see, Keyshawn Johnson, me and you are both LeBron you James fans. Yep, I'm saying your name. Ke- Joseph Keyshawn Johnson. Saying it all. I would like to see LeBron James really take this personally. You know, MJ in the last dance, and I took that personally. I want to see it. And that doesn't need to equate to LeBron James taking 35 shots, but it should translate to LeBron James not easing himself into the game. Well, maybe since we're getting home now on Saturday, maybe it changes. It should change. Maybe now all of a sudden, you know, with the energy you're at home, you, 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 you stole one, so to speak. Now you're at home in front of your home crowd. You are now tied 1-1. They are probably going to still be without Ja. You're at home. So you know that everybody's going to be hyped and pumped for you to come out and do your thing. So I would think that at home, both he and Anthony Davis and Russell will all have much better games than they did in game two. You see, Max, I believe that like our two teams in L.A., the Clippers, them splitting with the Suns, was a positive, right? Like you're down Paul George, Kawhi Leonard has yeah, which team is down a, the a player. great game. Like <laughs> Russell Westbrook makes plays down the stretch, but ultimately you feel that Phoenix is the better team with the edge there, right? Like that's a positive. This split for me with the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies, that's a negative because the Lakers are the better team. And we keep referring to the Grizzlies being down John Morant, but they're also down Steven Adams and Brandon Clark. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying it's a positive for the Clippers yes. that they got the split. Yes. So in, in both cases, you take the lower seed team and you say they're on the road and they get the split, both teams from L.A. One's good, one's bad. Isn't that as simple, though, as the Clippers are down a player? So if they split on the road, wow. The Lakers are up a player because it's Grizzlies who are down Ja. So if they split on the road, not as good. But the bottom line is... They did split on the road, and Ja is not going to be Ja this series, even if he gets back. You well, got to like the Lakers' the, chances, the, the Lakers right? Are, but, the Lakers are a much better team, even with even with the Grizzlies having Ja. I wouldn't say much they, better. I'd say they, maybe I, slightly. They, they better. are a bet, much better, better team, whatever you want to call it. They had okay, slightly for conversation's sake, slightly. So you two could stop bickering about the choice of words. When you look at them, they had an opportunity to go up 2-0. They failed to do that. So, yes, it's a disappointment. No question about it. When you have a chance with a depleted team missing three guys that log minutes, heavy minutes, and you walk away tied up at 1-1 going home, it's disappointment. Well, just like Jay said, the Clippers, on the other hand, they stole one in, in Phoenix, and then the Suns bounced back. That's a win for them because going in there, I don't think very many people thought that they would be able to even steal one. Mm. And you Max know, because back, yep. 
of Paul George not being there, Jay. And then, and, and Max, back to your point, the reason why I think it's a negative is because you're not factoring into this equation the age of LeBron James and the durability of Anthony Davis. I want you want them to get as much rest as possible before they go into the next series, right? Like so, like you're not really worried about Devin Booker. In his legs, right? Yeah, like would you rather them sweep if there's a long, drawn-out No, I'd rather them go back to L.A. up 2-0 and have a chance to get another one and close it out sooner while Sacramento and Golden State But would you, would you think it would be better for them to sweep or win in five or six games? I mean, win as soon as possible. I think actually, if, I think the ideal thing would be a gentleman's sweep so you're not stale by the time the next round starts, but you do get rest. And this is what I'm saying. You could sometimes just take a step back. Look at the macro, the big picture here. Even without Ja and Steven Adams, you're, you might not sweep the Grizzlies. They're going to get one. They just got one at home. There's a lot of reasons for it. I really think AD may be feeling the effects of, his, of the shoulder from game one, whatever. He, can't, he, he wasn't aggressive offensively. LeBron was missing shots. D'Angelo Russell was missing everything. There were a lot of reasons it happened, but maybe if that's the bad one, you get it out of the way. As long as the Lakers take care of home court, they got this. They just can't lose in L.A. now, right? Can't lose in L.A. down jar with a compromised did job. You, did you expect them to get blitzed the way they did last night? I was disappointed that they there, came there, out as flat as they did. There's something about that, though. When you pointed to Darvin Ham earlier, I think that's right. As a coach, you got to make sure those guys don't come out flat. They got caught on their heels, and that. W- but I still felt like they were just like you know you got to hit some shots. The coach can talk to you blue in the face about not coming out flat. He's not on the court. No matter what the coach says, Jay, and you know this, he's not on the court. So he's not the one running up and down the court. He's not the one setting up everything. He's not the one rebounding. He's not the one defending. He's not the one being agitated. By his opponent. So no matter what anybody says about a coach trying to tell his team to play a certain way, they're the ones on the court, not him. Meantime, it looks like the Lakers are in the right bracket. If they get through Memphis, I expect them to. Damn right they are. If they see Sacramento in the next round, Sacramento could easily beat the Lakers, but the Lakers have real chances there too. If Sacramento gets by, like, you know, the point is it's lining up the West is lining up in such a way that the Lakers can take advantage of this right now, right? They can wind up in the conference finals, but, but you know, you can't come out. I agree with this. You can't come out flat in the first half of a pivotal game. I mean, the second round, I, I know there's some, like, you know, like nobody watched Denver play last night, even though Jamal Murray had sure? 40, 40, right? Like, Are you sure? Well, yeah, I mean, well, I, I, I watch, but like, I, I know how people on this show in particular feel about Jokic whenever I say his name. Where, where is it at? Yep. See? There, there it is. Every time I say his name, it's like, uh, I get it's so annoying. But like, How about Jamal Murray? What happens when you say Jamal Murray? Uh, yeah, 40. Are you not entertained? So all I'm saying to you is like, yo, the, next, next, the second round of the NBA playoffs is going to be live. If you have Boston and Philadelphia playing, if you're able to get like you know, Denver and the Suns, which like that's what it looks like that potentially could be, the Lakers – or Memphis, Sacramento, Golden State, what that matchup could be, if that's LeBron, Steph, we'll see if Sacramento is able to finish it, close off the deal. The next round is be going to live. be live. Yo, and one thing about Jamal Murray, because when we talk about All-NBA, you never think about Jamal Murray. He's like an A-minus, right? Until it matters most, because in the bubble, he was an A++. 
that it puts it on Jokic again. If playoff Jamal Murray is back, then the question becomes in Denver, can Jokic just stay his normal level? If he can, that's a whole lot in Denver. Yeah, the playoffs are live. Tua Tungavailoa said he considered retirement because of the concussions last year. Should the Dolphins reconsider Lamar, KJM? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. And when you hear that song, which is, of course, written about Stevie Wonder's daughter, nevertheless, Diana Rossini is here. <laughs> I thought it was written about Diana. Yes, naturally. ESPN yes. NFL reporter. Good morning, Diana. Hi, guys. Good to be here. What's up, homie? What's up? It's been a minute. It's been a while. Yeah. I had a little Where's staycation last week. Staycations yeah. are nice. Never did one of those. My first one. Really? How was it? Because. As much as you travel, you don't want to staycate? Yeah, it, 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 that's what I've learned after all these years is staying home is awesome. And, yeah. you know, you're just getting stuff done. All that adulting I did last week. That adulting. All that stuff you guys used to tell me about <laughs> that I have now become. Particularly in L.A., by the way, as like, Key knows, when I lived in L.A. and people, anytime I had vacation, oh, where are you going? I'm like, where am I going? Yeah. I got a pool, the sun shining all the time. Why would I go anywhere? Yeah, New Jersey's a tough sell in yes. April. <laughs> you know, no one's like, let's get to Bergen County, New Jersey, and spend a week. You know, but uh, vacation is anywhere where my kids are not. Let's oh, be I, yes. oh, what? Just for a minute, just for you know, what? That mental... makes you a terrible person. No, it makes me a great father because you know I come home and I'm rejuvenated. I it's great. Them. My husband and I are, we're taking our first trip without our children, without our babies, yes. uh, this mid-May. We're very excited about this. So mm. they got the in-laws watching the babies. Uh, I think he's gonna have a hard time. I'm gonna be like, peace, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you go somewhere, when you go somewhere with your kids, it's not a vacation; it's a trip. Yeah. You take can, a trip, but it's not a difference. vacation. Can we You're talk about kids at the beach? Talk about hell on earth. That I learned this last year. I was like But yours are so small still. Yeah, that's you gotta wait a little bit. They don't bit. do it, you know, they, they, do they need me to do everything, yeah. you know, yeah, much yeah. like this show. So it's good to be here, guys. Let's talk <laughs> Hey now. All right. Diana, two, two, we're going to play some hot news or not news. Are you ready? Let's go. She's cracking oh, up at her own jokes. She's still not over it. I always just laugh at She got herself in a spit. No, oh, my I, God. I laughed at everyone behind me is laughing. That, that means you're having a good day, you know? Billy, you're so stupid. Yeah, Billy, you're so stupid. Diana, you ready to play hot news or not news? Let's, Let's do it. There you go. I don't know why you guys. Yates, you got to turn that thing up right away. All right. Tua Tagovailoa says yesterday 
He considered retirement because of all concussions last year. Hot news or not? Uh, You hear a young player like Tua with his talent say those words. It's hot news, right? But then when you start digging on it and you hear about the situation or where he's at in his life, it's actually not, right? It's just human nature for him to say that he considered it. This isn't someone who took all this time off like we've seen uh, other quarterbacks do or other players do and contemplate. I mean, he was back at the Super Bowl doing media row chatting about football. So it's not like he spent a lot of time actually considering it, but he had to at some point because the doctors were advising him. But now I'm he's sorry, getting Diana, good information. Chris Canty is peeking around the corner trying to see – as Key would say, lab my, my uptowns like, to see if they're clean enough. He's Charlie Murphy right oh, now. That skit from. <laughs> I always forget the day he's going to be on. <laughs> but mine are clean, Chris. I don't know what you're talking about. Canty, get out of here. All right. Chris, stop trying to take my shine. Hot news or not news. I think it's hot news because anytime you have a player talking about retirement and then goes back and plays the sport, I don't necessarily, especially at this age, I've always been one. When you start talking about retirement, I don't necessarily know that. And I know people say, oh, he's going to give 100%. But when you got one foot in and one foot out, it, you you know, something goes wrong along the way or you're going to rethink what you already thought about previously. So it, it becomes a little iffy for me. Bryce Young says he is not concerned about his size. He said this on first take. Hot news or not news? Not news. I think Bryce Young has – had enough teams in this league right now believe in him that he can play. Obviously, we know the Panthers are a team that are very interested in him, that like him. Be interesting to see what they do in a week. It's not news to me. He's been been on the smaller side all the way since Pop Warner, playing against guys that are a little bit bigger. It's not a concern of mine about the way he feels about his size because he has the confidence in the belief that he's going to excel at the next level. I'm not drafting him. I want my quarterbacks to be a slightly bigger. But it's, I'm not concerned about the way he feels Max, about his size. It's not about your size. It's how you use it. Yep. Mm. Go ahead. I, by the way, the first one was, was <laughs> scorching hot news. The fact that Tua is con- considered retirement. And by the way, I, I need to see him go through this. I hope I'm not right, but get through the season now that you let, they let him play clearly with the concussion after four days and he got concussed again. Yeah. Right? But, but like Bryce Young thinking he's not too small. Come on. Yeah, he better. I mean, what, what would we be talking about right now if he's like, actually, I'm small. Like, I can't <laughs> do I, You know, guys, job. I reconsidered this whole NFL yeah. career path. Honesty. Brock Purdy is not sure if he'll be ready for the season. Hot news or not news? Look, I think it's hot news because he's the starter, right? He's the guy that the San Francisco 49ers want them to be under center there. And we know that they're pretty iffy about Trey Lance. And Sam Darnold's obviously on the roster now. They're going to compete for that starting position until Brock can get back. But look, at one point, Brock wasn't even sure he was going to be able to play this upcoming season entirely. So the fact that he's going to be able to get back is great news, but he's still not throwing yet, Max, right? So, so to me, that's, a, that's hot news because he's got to get moving along here, especially because we, we know the Niners need him because I don't believe that Trey Lance is the answer and we know what Sam Darnold can do. See, it's, it's, it's not news to me because clearly he was injured. So, and that injury takes time. That's a six to eight month injury and it's going to take time for him to be ready for the start of the season? It's not news. Of course not. Of course he won't be ready for the start of the season. As far as the other quarterbacks go, Trey Lance has got to show something in mini camps and OTAs for them to 
to, you know, to say whether or not they want to go with him. And then you got Sam Darnold there. We kind of like Diana oh, said, knows geez. what that's all about. Always giving USC guys love, Sam Darnold. Um, <laughs> Trey Lance. Well, just because you and your Duke folk don't get along don't mean Hey, Danny Dimes, we're in New York. We're doing fine. Uh, Diana, as it relates to Trey Lance, would you trade him? If no. you were San Francisco? No, you're not going to be able to get anything back that's worth what they gave up. Remember the haul they gave to get Trey Lance? I don't think that there's a thought around the league right now that Trey Lance can come in and, and, and be a starter at this point. You know, do I think he can play? Yes, but I don't, I don't think he's considered to be um, a very, very good quarterback. I mean, look at the situation in San Francisco. Brock Purdy beat him out. Um that being said, I, you know, I do think that he is a type of quarterback that teams and maybe even the 49ers would be interested to see what they can do with him because they know Brock Purdy is the guy, right? So they're going to want to do something with him at some point. I just don't see him getting traded now, around the draft, or even sometime afterward. I do not. Can we talk about something important, please? Oh Hot news or not news, Saquon Barkley is missing the Giants offseason program while, um, you know, talks continue. It's April. It's not news. It's April. Let, let, let's just let's just see how this all comes together as it gets closer to the season. I wish I had a, a better answer for no, you. No, I agree with right? you. Yeah. It's just, I, I feel like this is the time of year, though. It's, running the back gets tagged. Up. Running yeah. back gets tagged. The, 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 of course, Fuck. he's going to maybe not show up, and then what happens, and you work it out. It Key, is a tough news. time to be a running back. Yeah. I, I just put it that way. And, and, and I, you have to feel for Saquon because you know he wants to get paid more money, but... Unfortunately, this is what the market states at this point. Not news. Talk to me the first week of July. Thank right. you. Right. All right, finally. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Still not done. Hot news or not news. Getting warmer? I, look, I, I try not to be a drama queen on this show, but I'm calling this hot news. Hmm. Look, it's it was a month ago he told he told Pat McAfee that he was going to be a New York Jet, right? Or at least he wanted to play for the New York Jets. They were talking. I was at the league meetings in Arizona. I physically saw... The GM from the Green Bay Packers, the GM from the New York Jets, at some point having chats. And not a lot of talk has happened since then. Mm. And there's a, there was a thought here that this would be done by now. And here we are seven days out from the draft, and nothing is done. And Again. there's not a lot of talk. Again, not news. Talk to me in July. Yeah, Diana, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that's your take because I, I, I don't think it's hot news only because if I have, as I keep saying, if I'm the Packers, how do I know I have the Jets best and final until right before the draft, right? And at that point, then I'll know, okay, this is as good as it's getting and I'll do the deal, right? But we still got another We're five, seven six days. days. Why? Seven why, days well, why, why do you believe that the Jets would be in, in such a hurry at that point to get – well, to them, they, you're right. The longer, they make, they, the longer the Jets wait, the better. Well, potentially, depending on how they look at it. Do they want to take the whole hit this year and then get a first-round pick going forward? You're right. At that point, but at least by then I'll know if they want to do a deal for this year's draft picks, that'll be their best and final. I can't know it's their best and final yet. Yeah, I, I think Joe Douglas is sitting there going, call us when you're ready. But I, I don't think that they're in a hurry. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. it goes past the draft. Possibly. Talk to me in July. (laughs) I wish I could say that to my bosses. Talk to me in July. July. (laughs) Call me in July. Coming up next, literally, a man who's been sitting there behind Diana, peeping around the corner, literally staring at my clothes and taking notes. He's got his phone out taking notes. Chris Canty, ladies and gentlemen. The hit show Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Coming up next, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. 
The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. LeBron James can't afford to ease his way into games anymore. It feels as if LeBron allows the game to come to him instead of him going to the game. Like it, Initially, I, there's a major part of me that wants to see LeBron establish himself early in the game, which will make things easier for AD. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. In the Jag truck. Joined now by Chris Canty, former defensive end for the New York football giants and Super Bowl champion. I just want to shout out the guys back in the control room in Bristol, Yates and company, for being able to have me with this intro music, this walk-up music. This is a beautiful thing, man. It's tough, man. Like, like this is quintessential yes. New York City yeah. rap. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, of course. Love it. Mm, sets the tone. Love it. it does set a tone, doesn't it? Unlike yeah. what my Lakers did last night against the Grizzlies. Before we get into two. Lakers talk, can I just tell you that when Max walked in today, Max had a little bit of a stain on his yeah, a little Jay, bit of a stain. My uh, kicks are clean. Yeah. Why would you shout that out? Go ahead, no, no, go ahead raise, raise your arms up, Max. No, 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 raise, no, no, raise no, no, your arms. No, are you good. sure, no, are you no, sure Max? No, no, raise your arms. I'm not, exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's a little bit of a stain on his No, what his happened was, what had happened was, I have that, that's like, you know, healthy bread that doesn't use flour and stuff like that. I toast it up, put a little of that fake butter on. I'm trying to be healthy. Okay. So a, I, I take it in an Uber with me to work uh-huh. in, an, in a paper towel, but I think. It, it got on the sweat. Oh, 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 wait. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It got, it got but but you pants. know what the problem with that and is, I just Max? Fall, and then he said, Canty's well, Max, here today. Max, Max. And I folded it over, <laughs> and he didn't notice, and you shouted it out. But, uh, but I appreciate you bringing it to my attention, Jay. And you know what the issue is, Max? You bring up this incident in isolation, but just like Joe Dumars gave us the explanation about Draymond you saying and, I got the priors. History, and the history I of got it, priors. you got priors, man. <laughs> That's the problem. I can't Damn. give you the benefit of the doubt, bro. 
Like, I might let you make it if it was just a stain on your sweatshirt. Don't be mad at me. Nah, I can't let you make it. Am I in the wrong? I grew up with it. Chris is like every kid who grew up in Wait. New York. I grew up with this nonstop. This like, this I thought like, I had left elementary school or junior high school. I'm right back in it. No. Max, I was I'm back to- at PS41 <laughs> You'll all never sudden. get away, no, Max, Max. I was trying to create an Eminem moment for you, like 8 Mile. Like, yeah, tell, tell the world something I didn't tell you about myself. I was trying to give you. Oh, is that what you were trying to do? You. I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, Chris Canty, as many people here at ESPN know, if you listen to ESPN Radio, is the host of co-host of Canty and Carlin, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Also, we'll co-host the first two nights of the NFL Draft. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh. with uh, with Chris Carlin and Mike Tannenbaum. We got Jordan Reed on it. Ian Fitzsimmons. It's going to be fun, man. Meantime, what happened with the Lakers? What happened? I don't have an explanation for you. I was hoping Jake could give me some answers. I already broke it down. Yeah. I, I, I already talked about how I, I don't understand how when your skill level is better than your opponent, but yet you have a chance to go up 2-0 for a team who's older, who are a team that would value the rest between series yeah. to get ready. Why you don't put your foot on the throat of your opponent when they're down, not just their best player, but also two of their interior players that log crazy minutes. Brandon Clark and Steven Adams logged a lot of minutes, and Xavier Tillman gave AD the business. No, exactly, Jay, and that's the part that's surprising, right? Because AD was such a dominant force in game one, and he's been a dominant force down the stretch of the regular season, even with LeBron James out of the lineup. I'm waiting for that guy to assert himself on the offensive end, and that's one of the things that you had talked about as being a concern coming into the playoffs. Can AD set the tone offensively for this Lakers team? Because we know that that's when the Lakers offense is going to be the best version of themselves. But for all of the odds and ends, for all the X's and O's that you could break down, Jay, I still have a hard time explaining that ass-whipping that I just saw. Like, that, that's essentially what it came down to. The Memphis Grizzlies had more urgency. They had more energy. And even though Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks made some plays, they didn't have a significantly better shooting night than they saw in game one. They were 11-31 in game one from the field. They were 11-32 last night. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not impressed by what they did. They talk a lot of cash money after they win as opposed to when they lost. That's another story for another day. But I just don't understand why a Lakers team – that has two superstars that have dealt with significant injuries throughout the course of this season, wouldn't come out and look at game two as a must-win in the way that the Memphis Grizzlies did. That, that is beyond me. Because if the goal is to win a championship, you could assure that that series doesn't get back to Memphis if you won that game last night. I mean, look, I, Key, I still think the Lakers are going to win the series overall. I just I factor into if Golden State, is able to win game three at home, which we know their home record is way better than their road record at mm. Chase Center. That's a series to me that could end up going six, six or seven. seven. Mm-hmm. So if you factor it in, if you're the Lakers, you're saying, okay, if we go back to L.A. up 2-0, even if we split in L.A., right, we go back, we take care of – that might be a good five or six days that you can have off. Yeah. In between series, that goes a long way, Key. When you got LeBron James and AD, who you question the durability and you wonder about LeBron James and the age and the legs, it goes a long way. Yeah, they just came out flat. I think that they looked at the depleted Memphis team without Ja, and they said to themselves, we're the Lakers. We just beat them a couple nights ago. We should be able to handle business. And then they look up and the score – they, they got a big deficit that they now got to try to close the gap on. They just never got going. And then AD wasn't as aggressive as we would like for him to be. I don't know what happened from the first game 
to the second game. I have no idea why he turned up and turned out the way that he did. And LeBron just got to shoot the ball better. And when we get on D'Angelo Russell, Key? Like, you know? uh, look, D'Angelo Russell was the number two overall pick for the Lakers once upon a time. Trade him. You know, he had the issues in the locker room, this and that, and he's part of a trade. Now they get him back. Got to hit some big shots sometimes. Got to hit some open shots. You got to do it. Yeah, and here's the other thing, Max. Your shot selection matters, especially in the fourth quarter. There's some shots that D'Lo was taking. I'm like, what are you doing? And like, then like the wide-open like ones you're, he's just missing. You're just settling for 27-foot jumpers. I, 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 give somebody else a chance. Move the basketball. Make the Memphis Grizzlies work on defense. Like You weren't doing any of those things. Get some dribble penetration. Good pick-and-roll point guard. Create, you know, work with some, AD. Create some open looks for some other guy. Like, there was none of that from D'Lo last night. So you're right. He needs to be better in terms of trying to shoulder some of the load offensively for this team. I, I still don't. I look at that game last night, there's no excuse why they lost it. Now, I still think the Lakers win this series, but it's not just about winning this series. It's about going on a deep playoff run and being able to have a rest differential with your upcoming opponent in round two, whether that's the Kings or Golden State, would have gone a long ways to giving them a decided advantage. Chris Canty, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that's all the time we have this, uh, this segment, Chris. I apologize for... Uh, Jay's distracting us by pointing out. How am I out, distracting anybody? Pointing out. I mean, if you don't, if you don't spill stuff on your clothes, if you don't have clothes that have holes in them, if you don't have dusty Air Force Ones, we don't have to have this conversation every time I sit down on the set with you guys. Yo, the best Dude is, dresses you know, up in a suit and tie we, for hold, a radio hold, show. Hold on, hold on, Max. I got to figure The best is that Canty, Max be dressed in fly all the time, yo, Max. And it's just like the one moment that you come on the but show. Here, but, but, but Jay, I that come in. That doesn't make Jay, it better, Jay. Jay you didn't make up Jay, for anything just now. Yeah. Jay, 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 you know it's going to happen. It's not like they didn't get the schedule for Get Up. Anytime I'm on Get Up, I'm coming in the studio to hang out with I you I feel guys. like I just lost a friend. Is that you what know happened, that. Max? No, did, I, did I lose no, you? No, but this actually does happen to me now. <laughs> it, when I leave, like I'm not thinking about what days different people are on, but if there's something like, oh, man, I think I just stained my sweats. If Jay's like, isn't Canty on today? I'm like, damn. Uh, <laughs> fold it over. Wait, I asked you, I was like, wait, is Canty on today? You're like, damn it, he is. Well, isn't that usually Tuesday? What's it? It's Thursday? Damn. All right, but Chris Canty is on every day, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Canty and Carling. We're a week away from the draft. It's time for Key's Top 5 Mock Draft. KJM. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80 in the ESPN app and on your podcast. We're a week away from the draft. You know what time it is, Jay? Draft time. Time for Key's Top 5 Mock Draft. 
Mm. I love that sound. All right, Key. With the first pick in the draft, in the 2023 Keyshawn Johnson Top 5 Mock Draft, who do the Carolina Panthers take? The Carolina Panthers are going to take Bryce Young, University of Alabama quarterback. The size is not an issue. They've studied him enough to understand to understand exactly what he is. Pinpoint accuracy. He can get outside the pocket. He can throw through lanes. He's athletic enough to get away and buy himself some time. This is where the NFL is going. They won't ask him to run the RPO game. They'll put him in a lot of shotgun. He'll be able to catch the football, rocket step, and throw. He's the number one pick in my draft. And look at this damn picture they done put up on the screen. What the hell is wrong with these dudes, man? <laughs> what the heck? Oh, God, I'm writing in. Key I'm Kuiper. writing in. What did you say? Key Kuiper. This is Key Kuiper's. Key looks like a black team wolf in this picture right now <laughs> on ESPN2. He looked like the beast from X-Men if he was he a black guy. He does look like a beast from X-Men. Those are both good ones. I can still pull, though, with that look <laughs> all day long. I can you still do pull. my taxes cut. Only <laughs> Key the accountant. What a dude well, you could taxes. dress that up a certain way, and it would look like a certain uh, – Occupation. Oh, anyway, oh, go my. ahead. With the number two pick in the 2023 Keyshawn Johnson Top 5 Mock Draft, the Houston Texans select. Will Anderson, linebacker, defensive end, University of Alabama. You get a run on Alabama players. Bryce Young, number one. Will Anderson, edge rusher off the edge. It gives them something to D'Amico Ryans and what he wants from a defensive standpoint. What is he like? He like defensive players. What did he have? At 49ers, he had Bosa. So when you look at the way that they want to build and the foundation of this type of program, they went defense last year with Lovey Smith. They're going defense again this year. He came from a 49ers organization. He understands that the quarterback position and things that he wants to do is not as important as most people think. Run the football, play solid defense. They take Will Anderson at number two, University of Alabama. With the number three pick. He's top five mock draft 2023. Who'd the Arizona Cardinals take in key? They're going to take Tyree Wilson from Texas A&M. He was at Texas Tech, transferred to Texas A&M. Very long guy, a little bit different than Will Anderson. Longer arms, a little bit taller, a little more explosiveness coming off the edge. A real true uh, pass rush specialist defensive end. I see where Arizona wants to go defense, and they're going to take. they got a defensive-minded coach, a head coach coming over from Philadelphia. I see where they take Wilson at the number three spot. Selecting fourth overall, the Indianapolis Colts, Keyshawn Johnson. The Indianapolis Colts stand pat right there at number four. Now you say they got their choice of quarterbacks, right? Bryce Young is the only quarterback so far to go off the board. There's still three to four guys that they could choose from. But Jay's hometown, or Jay's wife's hometown, where she's from, his family, all of those things. So got they take a guy from Kentucky in Will Levis. They Will get Levis. the guy that they like the most, a guy that fits what they did in the past. They look at him and they say, oh, this guy's big. He's strong. He's got a laser arm. He could be our Andrew Luck. He could potentially be our Peyton Manning. We don't want him to be our uh, uh, Matt Ryan. We don't want him to be our Carson Wentz. But this is what they like in Indy. They like big. They like strong quarterbacks. They take a flyer on this guy and take him at four. I don't know that I would do it at four, but they do it. Who would you take at four? If you were running the Colts, 
Keyshawn Johnson, who would you take with the fourth? I'd that's probably, what I want to know. I probably would take C.J. Stroud. Okay, that's 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 all that's I wanted to hear. Because I, 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 I want C.J. Stroud. Stroud. But if who, who knows what they Jay, they I just figured out who else Key looks like in that picture. If you put glasses on him, I'm talking about thick Coke bottle glasses, looks like the dude from Belly out of Cleveland. <laughs> Remember when Method so Man true. went to Cleveland? <laughs> If you put some thick so cold bo- Coke bottle glasses so on him, he's that dude out of Cleveland. <laughs> All right. With the fifth pick in the 2023 top five key mock draft, who are the Seattle Seahawks taking? Seattle like defense, right? And they, they don't, everybody says, well, they got to get a quarterback. No, they don't. If you, look at, if you look at Pete Carroll's tenure in the National Football League, his quarterbacks, he gets them later. He gets them as free agents. He doesn't. He's not drafting a guy in the top five. He's going to take Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter, big defensive, uh, defensive tackle, potentially can slide to the defensive end position if they need him to in different sets. If they go three, four, four, three, depending on what they want to run. But their foundation, how they won Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, and got back to a second Super Bowl, was on the defensive side of the ball. Julius Love comes over from. The Giants are in the secondary. They signed Bobby Wagner back. You know what they want to do strength-wise. Offensively, they went heavy last year in the draft, and now they have an opportunity to go get a monster, a big defensive a big defensive pass rush specialist that can eat up space in the middle or on the edge if you use him there. I think that this is going to be an exceptional pick for them. Although, you know, some people say, hey, he could potentially slide because he has a little bit of a red flag or two. Well, who in the hell doesn't have red flags that play in the National Football League? And Pete Carroll doesn't shy away from what people deem as character risk. He never shies away from it. I see Pete Carroll going and getting Jalen Carter at the fifth spot. One quarterback, two defensive, three defensive players, and then another quarterback. So, wait, and then another defensive player. I mean, another defensive player. Yeah, yeah. You got a quarterback, a quarterback two defensive two, player, quarterback, defensive player. So, Key, would you be shocked if, if, if Tyree Wilson goes to, to the Texans with the second pick? Because I've been hearing a lot about just Nick Casario and, and D'Amico Ryans and how they're looking at this situation, just about what he brings to the table. Would that I shock would, you or I not? Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if either, any of the three go number two, whether it's Jalen Carter, whether it's Wilson, or whether it's Will Anderson. Any of those three can go to the Houston Texans because they're looking for defense. So, now, if they decide that they want to shore up their front – which one of those guys fits what they want to do? So, Key, we got 30 seconds here. Where does C.J. Stroud wind up going? At what pick do you think? Well, you told me five. I didn't. No, no, I'm just well, I'm like, where does he fall? <laughs> I think he fall. I think he. I think he falls like to the Raiders. Hmm. That's what I think. So, I think it, the by the way, have. not bad at all, right? Like McDaniel's can work with that, and he's got Garoppolo in the meantime. Yeah, or whoever. So, if C.J. Stroud all of a sudden becomes a surprise pick for the Panthers. Now, all of a sudden, what does Houston do at two? Do they really want Bryce Young at two? Mm-hmm. Or could Bryce Young start slipping? Well, the this is the NFL draft, baby. A week away. Meantime, the Lakers lost. How much longer are they going to have to be in this round? They're going to get out of this round, right? Right? With the compromised jaw at best for the Memphis Grizzlies. Not if they play like they played last night. They better. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.